Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to By the Balls. What is this, episode three? Yeah. Holy shnikes, Batman. Did not think we would make it to episode three. No one did. No one did. So today's episode, as of the, the recording of the day, we have the Super Bowl to talk about, uh, the NBA trade deadline, which is the day of this recording, yeah, ended at so. 3 p.m. today. Yeah, we just heard about all this stuff hours ago. Hours ago. And it was... So let me just get crazy. this off the off the chest right off the bat. We know the Twins made some moves. We know Mookie Betts got dealed. Mm-hmm. We don't give a shit. <laughs> I kind of care. At bit. the moment, I don't give but a honestly, shit. But I, honestly, I don't know the details yeah. of that, of baseball. What so. we're going to do is we're going to talk details of what we know. Yeah. And that's basketball and football. Maybe, maybe next week you'll get maybe some baseball talk. Maybe we'll do a little research, see what's going on. Can't guarantee it. No. <laughs> no. Lord knows something crazy is going to happen in the... I mean, football season's over, so, I mean, we just got basketball and hockey. I'm not really interested in learning about hockey until I, the playoffs. Yeah, could not care less. So, so If the Wild don't make it, I don't care. So, Do not care at all. So, let's just – most of this episode, I'm, we're going to be honest, is going to be dominated by basketball. Yeah, 100%. What else is new? <laughs> Honestly, what else do we talk about? <laughs> the logo has basketballs in it for yeah. Pete's sake. So let's just get this out of the way first. Seth, you watched the Super Bowl. I didn't. What's your thoughts? It was a good game. Chiefs won. <laughs> I, uh, did, I picked the Chiefs. I know you did, yeah. I picked the Niners. Which is The Niners had the better defense, didn't they? Yeah. Which is smart because you've heard the old saying, defense or offense wins games, defense wins championships. Right. That's what all my old basketball coaches used to say. Right. So and they had the lead most of the time. Yeah, with like eight minutes left in the game, they were up like twenty, 20 to ten or 20, something 10, like that. Yeah. I think. Yeah, so they just choked. Patrick Mahomes, man, don't doubt him. Honestly, yeah, he's the the playoff run they had. They were losing, I think, in every game they played in all three. I think by like ten or more or something like that, something crazy like that. And then, yeah. He's just got that clutch gene, honestly. He's I'm He's got that factor that Tom Brady had. Yeah. I think. Like Tom Brady was whatever pick in the draft and yet he comes out and becomes the best quarterback of all time. Yeah. And I think you and I are lucky. Like we always in like outside of recordings and stuff, we always talk about, man, I we wish we caught to see Kobe in his prime and MJ in his prime and we wish we were more involved with sports back when all these great players were in their prime, mm-hmm. we're lucky enough to get Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Because what is this, his second, third year in the league? Second. Second year. Yeah. He's already won league MVP. Yeah. Championship. Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. Probably rookie of the year. Uh, I'm assuming he... If you well, win MVP, you probably win. Oh, MVP. no, this is his uh third, third year. year. Yeah, actually, yeah, because his first year he uh, he sat, he didn't play. That makes sense. So last year was his second year. This is his third year. Yeah, but still, to first year he sat. So we're technically saying two years in. Right. Two years in to have all these accolades already. I mean, hot take. This might be a hot take. 
is he peaking early or is there still more to come? There's more to come. It's probably going to be a dynasty. I mean, they're set up for the future and their defense isn't great on paper, but they showed up in the game. I mean, they held them to, I mean, 20 points is pretty average, I think, but they showed up. That's what makes great teams great is when they show up. Right. So a great team can not show up for three okay games during the regular season mm-hmm. but a great team shows up when they know when they got the patriots or the green bays or you know all these other great teams that they are going to end up competing with baltimore ravens are now in that discussion of great teams and i think that's what makes great teams great is that's when they decide to show up like okay last week we didn't really try because the, the dolphins were in town but this week we got mr goat and his his Patriots. Now we're gonna kick it up a notch. Yeah. Now, admittedly, this year the Patriots didn't do so hot, but hell no. I mean, how were the commercials? <laughs> um, fine. I think I think they were good. Honestly, I don't know. I'm not one of the people that pays attention to the commercials a whole lot. Ooh, I feel like what? everyone does, though. I, I watch it for the. Am I? Is it rare to watch it for the game now? Yes. Nowadays? Oh, my yes. God. Yeah. I don't know. Now the halftime show. I heard. <laughs> I watched about the that. Show. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was solid. I heard a lot of good things. I saw this <laughs> yeah. funny meme. It was a map of the United States. It was teams, or it was like color coded. It was like all silver except for Kansas City <laughs> and San Francisco. They all had different like color they had like their team colors and it was teams that are looking for the 49ers to win team that are looking for the uh, chiefs to win and teams that are hoping there's a wardrobe (laughs) during the (laughs) halftime show Uh, let me tell you i was kind of hoping too again i didn't get to watch any of the game yeah i was sadly at work which has whipped me into submission these past couple days but (laughs) Yeah. Someone on this podcast has to bring in some money because we all know the podcast ain't doing it. Hell no. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Got a long ways to go. Long ways to go. But now let me ask real quick, before we move on to the bigger topics at hand, mm-hmm. predictions for the NFL offseason. Any of them. Oh, God. As in? Main, like. Kind of for the Vikings mainly, like that. I want that to be your main point, but like just in general, like Tom Brady's a free agency and he's being kind yeah, of serious. Yeah, there's uh, rumors he might go to Oakland, although I think that's kind of far fetched. But uh, all those rumors stem from just because he was talking to the Raiders owner at the McGregor fight. Yeah, dude, I know we probably talked about it last week, but Raiders owner's kind of ugly. Yeah, he's pretty much the ugliest guy on the planet. Looks like Freddy Krueger face. Yes, yeah, he does. I'm not going to steal the rest of that joke (laughs) from Deadpool, but. Yeah, that's a good one, though. It's. Yeah, yeah, he's a scary looking guy. Yeah. He haunts killer dreams. That's what he does. Yeah, he's a fucking billionaire, though, so. Do you think he's dating some, like, hot super? I was just going to say that. I don't know. I I hope. Doubt it? I'm going to be pissed. But, like, yeah. Yeah, I'd be upset, too. But. Poor girl. Poor. (laughs) Dude, she's just got to get an exorcism every yeah. time. Oh, my God. Dude, Nasty. do you think he's packing a hog? <laughs> I don't know. Someone that ugly has got to be packing a hog. I don't. I doubt it. 
I don't know. I feel like the money's compensating for something. Do you think Tom Brady's packing a hammer? I mean, he's dating a supermodel. And they got kids together. Yeah. Are they married? Ma- married. Yeah, they're married. Sorry. I was about to say, dude, don't forever. put my life in turmoil Although like that. I don't that. think she's that good looking, but... Still, do you Supermodel's think he, a supermodel. Do you so, think you know. he's got a hammer, though? Like, greatest quarterback of all time. He's kind of good looking. I mean, we're straight males here, but yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me he's not good looking. He's a good looking guy. He's a good looking guy. I, I would know. be pissed if he has a hammer. How dare he have the trifecta? Good yeah. at football, good looking, and a big dick? Yeah, that's not fair. Not fair. Give, every, give someone else a chance. Yeah. Save some of the pussy for the rest yeah. of us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we stalled long yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. Let's jump into this. First and foremost, I want to say, the last game the Wolves played against the Kings in Sacramento, I watched. I watched that one, too. I got to watch it. Um, Did you see any of the most recent one against, I think it was last night, actually, Atlanta? Any highlights oh, or you anything? mean how we got stomped? By the worst, one of the worst teams yeah, in the league. And, yeah, the sl- final score wasn't even. It didn't show how bad the game. I watched like the second half. Didn't show as bad how bad the game actually was. We were losing by twenty like the whole game. Okay, see, because <laughs> of what we like have to talk about, I'm not necessarily mad at that loss. Just because. Spoiler alert: the Wolves did something right and went out and made some trades. Yeah. Roster overhaul, basically a roster stripped everyone. Basically, we're we're gonna get we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. But I just wanted to say that game against the Kings. Honestly, if they didn't make any moves, I would have been disappointed. After what I saw, we were down by like twenty at halftime. We clawed our way back. We lost by I think it was like one thirteen to one, yeah, one or something like that. I mean, it was kind of a close game, but from what I saw, and if we didn't try to make moves I would have probably lost all hope yeah I pretty much gave up because I didn't expect us to make any moves obviously so I didn't expect after the first Kings game that I was expected like us ago. to make after that I was like Jesus this is getting bad. ridiculous how bad we look actually yeah it's I expected us to make a move but in hindsight I thought it was gonna be bad yeah okay that's fair uh like I could have the trade everyone wanted was D'Angelo Russell. I could have seen us making some. Oh, we, we just needed a point guard because we didn't have any on our. We on had Shabazz Napier. That was I think that was our only. point Yeah, guard. up until uh, but we traded him earlier. Yeah. Today. So let's so just, after that. Let's just so get like, into it. Yeah. So I have some things written down for the first time in my life. I'm prepared for one of these. <laughs> yeah. I have in my hand. Forty-eight hours ago, the Minnesota Timberwolves roster. The whole roster. Carl Anthony Towns, Wiggins, mm-hmm. Covington, Noah Vonley, Jordan Bell, Kata Bates Diop, Shabazz Napier, Alan Crabb, Jarrett Culver, Gorgie Dang, Jake, Jake Lehman, Kellen Martin, Jordan McLaughlin, Jalen Nolan, Josh Kogan, Naz Reed. Some of those two way contracts. Yeah. So that's why if you're like, dude, that doesn't make that doesn't sound right. That's why like Kellen Martin and Jordan McLaughlin two way contract. Naz Reed. He has a two way contract. No, too? he's not. But okay. I thought he was, but not according to what I got pulled yeah. up here. Now this might be wrong, just because some of the websites I visited weren't updated yet. The roster as of eight o'clock on 
February 6th, 2020. Right? It's the 6th today? Yes. Yes. February 6th. And we're going to go, we're going to break this down trade by trade. Okay. Because there's one trade that happened that I had no idea happened. But let's look at this roster now. Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley. I'm going to get it wrong. Juan Hernan Gomez. Juan Hernan Gomez. Yeah, okay, so I was right. James Johnson, Mm -hmm. Evan Turner, Omar Spellman, Jacob Evans, Alan Crabb, Jarrett Culver, Jake Lehman, Kenlin Martin, Jordan McLaughlin, Jalen O'Neal, Jordan Van or Jared Vanderbilt, Josh Okogie, Naz Reed. So, like I said, I watched that Kings game a couple Tuesday night. Was very disappointed, and I, I mean, I pay attention to the rumors. That's all I have since I don't get a chance to watch a lot of the games. Yeah. And I knew we were shopping some people, and I knew earlier on we got denied by the Warriors for a trade for D'Angelo Russell, so I didn't think that was going to happen. But, to my surprise, probably a little less than 48 hours ago, my phone lit up with a trade. A historic trade, one of the biggest trades in a long time, four-team trade, I'm not going to be able to name all the moving pieces because, fuck, that's a yeah, lot. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah. But it was a four-team trade between Minnesota Timberwolves, Houston Rockets, Denver Nuggets, and Brooklyn Nets. Rockets got Robert Covington and Jordan Bell. Hawks got Clint Compella. Nets got Shabazz Napier and a couple other pieces. Uh, and the Wolves got... Juan Herman Gomez, Malik Beasley, and Evan Turner. And Brooklyn's a, pick, right? Brooklyn's pick. So when I saw that, and I'm going to let you kind of say your piece on it before I move on. When I saw that, I was like, all right. Not necessarily giving up on the D'Angelo Russell situation, but switching gears a little bit. We're going to commit to a soft rebuild. Okay. We're going to tank. We're going to get a high draft pick. Probably use that to leverage a trade. Right. A little pissed. A little pissed. I'm a, I am like Shabazz Napier. He wasn't doing a whole lot for us. He had a couple good games, but... <laughs> Didn't matter. Ultimately. Didn't matter. <laughs> Did not matter. No. Um, so I was a little bitter about that. But then obviously they played the Hawks and they lost, which again... What can you blame them? They traded after we, half the after roster. After we trade Teague to, back to them, too, yeah. which I found funny. But. but, yeah, but, like, you can't be mad when they lose because they traded half the roster the night before. Yeah, we played, like, what, we had, like, seven guys in our rotation or something, something like that? that. There, yeah, there was a picture they, they put on Twitter up, they called before, up, and it was uh, all seven of them. Jordan McClellan, McLaughlin, and Kellen Martin. He's not bad, probably actually. Probably from the two-way contracts. Um. Yeah, we've been playing McLaughlin a little bit the yeah. last couple weeks. So now. we probably had some expendable parts that diehard fan like myself, I say that as I've only seen one game this season, and a fan like you probably haven't seen yet, probably had a piece like that. But I was convinced that, A, kind of a little bummed for what we got in return for Robert Cummington. He had a high like a high uh, market value. Yeah, I didn't really know why. <laughs> 
Um, we can get on that later. But yeah, I was the first thing I saw was Wolves and Rockets complete trade. And I was like, oh, all right. And then I saw Clint Capella was involved. I was like, okay. Capella yeah I, I had heard rumors that that might have been a straight yeah. up trade offer and I was like really why would they why would do they do that? that and then I opened it and I saw oh wow four teams got involved with this thing yeah so after I kind of read more of the details I just thought hey soft rebuild not a bad move kind of wish it was the D'Angelo Russell trade but whatever then, what time do you think it was? 12 o'clock. I'm going to say 12 o'clock today. As of February 6th, the one time I turned on my phone, I was at a work conference all day. That doesn't sound as extravagant as it is. Trust me. It was boring. Kind of informational, but boring. I turn on my phone to try to conserve the battery, and my phone lights up. Wolves complete trade. With the Warriors for D'Angelo Russell. Threw my hands up in the air. Asked if anyone was a sports fan. One guy in the room said, I am a Timberwolves fan. And I go, did you hear the latest? He said, no. I go, we got him. <laughs> and he knew exactly what you were and talking he, about. He, he had no idea. He goes, what are you talking oh. about? And I go, we got D'Angelo Russell. Nice. And let me tell you, for what we got, or what we traded, I think we kind of stole from I'm him. I'm thinking that, too, I think honestly. we stole from him. I don't think the Warriors know in depth what Wiggins has been to us. But, see, that's what everyone's saying. I caught the tail end of K-Fan on my way home. I was listening to that They were too, talking yeah. about it. They said, maybe this is what Wiggins needs. Yeah. He's kind of getting the pressure taken off of him now. Yeah. Because the Warriors are at the bottom of the league. And then when Steph and Clay come back and Draymond's healthy, what's he got to do? Yeah, you know, my biggest fear as a Wolves fan, and probably everyone's, is that... He's going to become the... I think, like, there's a legitimate chance next year they win a ring with him. Honestly, you can't count them out. I mean, it's... No, but you know what? We're going to come back to that. We're going to come back to that talk, but I agree. I agree. So, the trade was D'Angelo Russell and Omar Spellman. See, he got snuck into that trade, too. I did not know that. Part. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck he is. I didn't honestly. get a lot of details because things weren't loading for me, and that's fine. I just needed to know D'Angelo was in Minnesota. So then, and we traded Andrew Wiggins and 20, 2022nd round, I think, and a twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one first round. Top three protected and 2022 second round, I believe. Yeah, so. Which isn't bad because. Not bad at all. Next picks year, are, you expect we do decent. The pick's not going to be that great. Pick's not going to matter anyway. And it's not this year's because this year's pick is going to matter to this us. Year's pick, and so, we're, again, which, we're going to get back the, to that. I, yeah, I don't know how the hell we got out of not trading that. I don't know how what, we got out of that That's either. what would have been valuable. I don't know how we got out of that either. But yeah. But, and a second round, that doesn't fucking matter in the NBA anyway. Second round, so. that doesn't matter. So now I'm thinking, okay, hell of a move. Yeah. I don't know if you guys follow any basketball fans on Instagram or YouTube or all the analysts come out and they grade teams on how they do. I go, right off the bat, Wolves have to be in high B, low A area. Just pulled off a couple good trades. And then 
as I was doing research for this video, something dawned on me. There was another trade made today. From us. From us. And from a team that's been pretty active this trade season also. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, I don't know all the details of this one, so if I get something wrong, don't ridicule me or if I miss anything. Trade Gorgie Dang yeah. <laughs> to the Memphis Grizzlies for James Johnson. Yeah. James Johnson. That's huge. Yeah, that may not sound glamorous, but you got to understand his contract. He's making like twenty million or yeah, something. Like, like I that. said, some of the websites I'm on right now aren't updated. So the one I'm on right now it's called BasketballReference.com. I love this website. Love this website. But the re- the Wolves roster isn't updated to the most recent trades. Mm. So Gorgie's still on our roster, and I'm looking at the contract breakdown. Gorgie Dang, this year's making. Sixteen million two hundred twenty-nine thousand two hundred thirteen hundred yeah. dollars. Next year, seventeen thousand no seventeen million two hundred eighty-seven thousand six hundred forty dollars. Yeah, that's a big chunk of money. Yeah, might not sound like a lot, but it's for a him. Lot. Yeah, it's a lot because he's averaging it, eight points a game and yeah. six rebounds. Well, again, we're gonna get into it. Yeah, and then if we're looking at contracts, Wiggins this year twenty-seven thousand. 200 wait 27 27 million 29 million 31 million 33 million yeah a lot of money yeah max a lot of money both those contracts gone and the big thing and again later on actually we could talk about it now d'angelo just signed a contract yeah we got him for like four years now don't we Four years. Where did it go? So I think it's the same as Cat, I think. I had it, but my website decided to be a tool. I believe it's four, but I think yeah. it is. Hang on here, let me Well you know what the uh rumors are with us. I'm gonna get into it. Clearing I'm up the cat get space, into is that what you're trying to say? I'm gonna get into it. So his contract for the twenty nineteen, twenty twenty is twenty seven million, twenty eight million for next year. 30 million for 2021, 22, then 22 and 23, 31. So he's making less than what we were paying Andrew Wiggins. So that's huge. And so that got me thinking a lot of good moves today and yesterday. But how did we make out? Did what we trade really kind of benefit what we got back? So I have it broken down. Players we moved and players we got back. And what we're going to look at is points, total rebounds, assists, PER, which is player efficiency, player efficiency, uh field goal percentage and three-point percentage. All right? So bear with me, this is a lot and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you. One thing I want to say before that Player efficiency, efficiency, fuck. <laughs> Player efficiency, league average is 15. Yeah. So we're going to start off with the biggest one, I think, our biggest hit in terms of a roster. Andrew Wiggins, 22.4 points, 5.2 rebounds, 3.6, 3.7 assists, 
on a 44.4 field goal percentage and a 33.1 three-point percentage with a PER of 16.4. I mean, not bad. Not worse. He's a little over the average in terms of PER. Field goal percentage, wish could have been a little higher. 33.1 for threes, not bad. Yeah, the scoring is skewed. I mean, you got to understand it from a Wolves fan perspective. The Warriors don't get that, but yeah, we can. Yeah, I mean, not bad, not bad. 22.4 points. Yeah. You know, that would be missed. Then we're going to go down to Covington, 12.8 points, six total rebounds, 1.2 assists, with 43.5% field goal, 34.6 three-point. He was a decent 3 and D player. Mm-hmm. You know, we would miss that. We would miss the six rebounds. Um, but his PER was 13.7. Really? Playing below the average. Another person we traded... This is all people we traded. I don't know why I said that. Noah Vonley, 4.1 points, 4 rebounds, 0.9 assists, 54.7 field goal percentage. Really? 14.33 point percentage. He's a was a center, not a not a decent three-point okay. shooter. You know, I don't blame him for that. 15.5 PER. So he was average. Average. Yeah. You know, we're the rebounds are what I'm looking more towards. It's like, yeah, we're gonna miss that. Yeah. Jordan Bell, wasted potential, if you ask me. Three point one points, two point nine total rebounds, zero point five assists, fifty three point three uh field goal percentage, twenty two point two three point percentage, fourteen point three PER. A lot of people liked him. A lot of people I thought my brother made a good point this weekend. He goes Dude was a key player on championship teams, and he couldn't get a couple minutes for the Wolves. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. As I, if, I just think as that might have been a bad. Too good for him. Like what the fuck? Yeah, like I think that trash. was just a bad sign. Yeah, on everyone's part. Kata Bates Diop. Don't even know if I'm saying his name right. Kata Bates. Kata Bates. Six point eight points, three point zero rebounds, point eight assists. 42.2 field goal percentage, 33 three-point percentage. Not bad. Not a bad three-point. About the same as Andrew Wiggins. 12.7 PER. Yeah. Um, I don't mind that we traded him. I don't mind But he was trade. a rookie last year. Yeah. If, like, I would have been cool with us keeping him, maybe, you know, yeah. just see what he turns into. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. So not a, not then, a big loss, but. Not a big loss. Moving down to Shabazz Napier, who I think might have been a big loss. At the time when I saw he got traded, I was like, man, we just not going to run a point guard? But, yeah. But, Lucky for us. Yeah. <laughs> we, we Nine, right. 9.6 points, 3.1 total rebounds, 5.2 assists. The most assists averaged by anyone we traded. Obviously, he was a point guard. Right. It's kind of his job. 40.3 field goal percentage, 29.6 three-point percentage. Jesus. Not decent. Our shooting was Rough so shooting. bad. You want to take a guess at his PER? I'm going to say like 11. 14.2. Okay. So everyone's average, basically. Basically. And then here's Gorgie Dang at the end, just because he was the last person I saw. 7.4 points, 5.6 rebounds, 1.3 assists. Going to stop there real quick. Decent stat line for a bench player, you know, seven, eight points, five, six, seven rebounds. Bad stat line for a player making 
sixteen million oh, horrible dollars stat a year. Line. Horrible stat line. <laughs> yeah. Definitely got overpaid. Yeah. But his field goal percentage was forty four point eight. So the best eh, second best behind Noah Vonley. Third best behind Jordan Bell, but they probably didn't take a lot of shots. So forty four point eight. 38.3 three-point percentage. He's not a bad three-point shooter, Best three-point shooter we got rid of. Best three-point okay, shooter we got surprising. rid of. Okay, that's surprising, and that's depressing, That too, is depressing. Actually. And his PER, the best out of everyone we got rid of, too. No way. 18.1. Wow. Now, I just want to remind everyone, I'm getting all this info and stats off of basketballreferences.com. Now, I like this website because it kind of just breaks it down nice and easy. So if anything's wrong or skewed, Bring it up with them. <laughs> Bring it up with them. And I don't want to hear, oh, Wiggins actually was averaging 22.3 points a game. No one gives a shit. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of gave up some average players, some below average, not decent shooters, but, you know, role players. Right. Except for Wiggins, who I think Wiggins will start for Golden State next year. Yeah, I don't see how he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I think he just has to. But now let's talk about what we brought in. And if you think it was bad, what we got rid of. Oh, God. Let me break down the stats for you. Oh, Jesus. Let's start off with our golden goose, D'Angelo Russell. 23.6 points, 3.7 total rebounds, 6.2 assists. So already... Pretty similar to Wiggins. Pretty similar yeah, to Wiggins. Forty-three I mean. percent field goal, so okay. less than Wiggins yeah. in terms of field goal for a point guard. That's standard, I'd say. Thirty-seven point four three-point percentage. Not terrible. Instantly makes up everybody we got rid of yeah. in terms of three-point percentage. Yeah. Plus, D'Angelo Russell can make plays for other players. Right. He can play off the ball, and he's going to have a amazing chemistry with Cat. Just because those two are friends off the court. So I think those two are going to mesh well. And now Jarrett Culver, I think he's going to move to that two ball, that two spot, or the three spot maybe. Mm. Two spot. We'll just say two spot. And he's yeah. going to be able to start doing some more shooting. And so I think we're going to see some improvement from Jarrett Culver too. Yeah, hopefully. And then some we've got Josh Akogi still, who yeah. I'm assuming he's going to jump up into that starting lineup probably for the rest of the year. Don't know where we're going to put him. You think so? Mm, maybe. We, we, I don't know. We've been starting Culver at shooting guard, and Okogie's been coming off the bench. Well, we did, get, we did add some more pieces, too. I think too. they shake that up every once so, in a while. Maybe, so, maybe, um, maybe. So, I just think in terms of everything we lost, you know, Wiggins, Covington, draft picks, D'Angelo Russell's going to make up for it because not only do we have him for a long time, he hasn't even peaked yet. Right. Neither has Cat, in my opinion. Cat hasn't peaked yet either. Yeah, I don't think so either. So, boom, big. I I've got those stats together. I was like, dude, fantastic. Can't wait till we get into the rest of these players. Malik Beasley. Brought him in from Denver. 7.9 points. Okay, not bad. I was expecting him maybe a little bit what higher. What position is he? I think he's a two guard. Okay. You know, I was like, not bad. Kind of thought it was going to be a little bit higher, whatever. 1.9 rebounds. Yeah, all right. You know, from a two guard, okay. 1.2 assists. Eh, you know, I was thinking maybe I thought that would be a little bit higher. 38.9 field goal percentage. Yeah. Eh. Not, I mean, not bad. Uh, you know, he can knock down some shots. He can knock down the open ones at least. Uh, 36% three-point. Okay. Hey, okay. all right. Not bad. Three and D. Three and D. 
10.6 PER. Oof. Big oof. Big oof. Hernan Gomez. I was like, okay, you know what? Malik Beasley. Okay. Hernan Gomez, we took him from Denver. He can't be bad. Denver's kind of rocking it. 3.1 points. 2.8 assists. Or 2.8 rebounds. 0.6 assists. 3.34.5 field goal percentage. Not bad. 25 three-point percentage. Okay. Looked at it. He's a power forward. Maybe we're not expecting him to knock down threes. Yeah. Okay, not bad. Not bad. 6.9 PER. Jesus. He'll fit in. James Johnson. James Johnson was on Philadelphia. He was with the Heat. You know, he's a decent player. 5.7 points. All right, role player. 2.9 rebounds. He's a big guy. I kind of expected that to be a little bit higher, maybe into the the 5, 6 range. 1.2 assists. Big man that can pass. Those are rare. 44.8 field goal percentage. Knock down those open ones again. 35.6 three-point percentage. Hey, all right. Can knock down some wide open threes. 11.3 PER. Hmm. Not good. Not good. Evan Turner. I know Evan Turner. I knew him back in Philadelphia. Decent player. 3.3 points. Two rebounds. Two assists. 37 per seven, 37.3 field goal percentage. Zero field three-point percentage. Huh. All right, doesn't take any threes. All right. And I looked at this. He's only played like 19 games this season. Okay. 6.9 PER. God. Oh, dude, just you wait. Omar Spellman, the guy that no one seems to know where the fuck he came from. 7.6 points. 4.5 rebounds. One assist. 43.1 uh, field goal percentage. 39.1 three-point percentage. Not bad. Not bad. 14.5. Okay, better. So he's a little below average. Evans, I completely forgot this dude's name. Uh, something Evans. Jacob Evans. Again, don't really know him. Probably just a bench player we had to get to make the deal work. Yeah. 4.7 points, 1.5 rebounds, 1.1 assists. 33.8 uh, field goal percentage, 34.2 three-point percentage. All right. He can knock down some shots. He can get us some boards. 5.7 PER. Damn. The lowest on the list. There's one other player. Vanderbilt. Jared Vanderbilt. Now, why does this name sound familiar? I don't know. I don't know why this name sounds really familiar. 1.1 points per game. 0.9 rebounds. 0.2 assists. 71.4 field goal percentage. It's not hard to be perfect when you don't shoot. Zero three-point percentage. So I saw that and I was like, oh, and his PER? 7.2. I thought that, fuck, that's god-awful. What the hell? Then I looked. He's only played nine games. Yeah. So he's either coming in from an injury or something. But so I'm looking at all these and I go, Jesus Christ. What the fuck did we get ourselves into? So I'm looking 
I'm doing some more research. I'm digging. For the first time in my life, I actually got invested into a topic we talk about. I should say that I get invested into all our topics, but this one I'm very passionate about. So I'm looking. I'm like, there's got to be another reason we accepted these. I'm going to give you one guess. I mean, cap space. Okay, good guess. You're close. Expiring contracts. Dating back even to the Alan Crabb deal. Okay, yeah, so that kind of ties into yeah. what I Alan Crabb, one year left, so he's on his last year. Hernan Gomez, on his last year. Malik Beasley, on his last year. Jared Vanderbilt, he's got two years left. If my eyes don't deceive me, his second year's not guaranteed. Jordan McLaughlin, Kenlin Martin are on a two-way contract, so I don't know how that affects us, but it doesn't affect us in any way. Evan Turner, one-year deal. So everyone so far we've accepted on a one-year deal. James Johnson, one-year deal. Uh, two-year deal. Two-year deal with a with a player option. So there's a good chance he ain't sticking around in Minnesota. No. And D'Angelo Russell, four-year deal. Now, and this is probably what's going to take up the rest of the episode. That got me thinking. What would we be doing or gearing up for? First and foremost, this roster we have built is not a playoff team. Fuck no. No. I think now we got D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. I think 20 wins. <laughs> honestly, I and I hope so. I want a better pick. We should honestly just fucking sit everybody for the rest of the year. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic when I say that, obviously, and it's not going to happen. No. Uh, I think we're going to slide. I think we'll be maybe the 11th seed if we're lucky. But again, got me thinking, what possible, what possible maneuver could we be trying to pull? Let me tell you, I think I figured it out in an hour of research. You want to take a guess? Uh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker. My God. They yep. say you're just a pretty face, but look at that. You got, you're kind of smart. Yeah, I think it was pretty, I mean, with us clearing up all that cap space and I didn't know necessarily about the expiring contracts, but everyone knows that he's... It's like the trio. Like, they're all good friends. Yeah. D-Lo, and he's Cat. actually, he signed that, like, a super extension. So he's on for, like, seven years. Yeah. <laughs> so he's still making a bit of money. Yeah. And now, so. I, bet you're, I bet you're wondering, Gabe, we traded all our assets. What possibly can happen to get Phoenix to agree to trade away their star player? I hear your murmurs. And let me tell you. I'm here to quiet. I'm here to quiet them. Okay. So first and foremost, we haven't given rid of, gotten rid of all our assets. We still got some young players and Josh Akogi, Jarrett Culver. You know, maybe toss those people at them. I mean, yeah, for Devin Booker. You know, we got Jared Vanderbilt, Naz Reed. You know, we got some two-way players we could toss in there too, but. What if I told you that's not the icing on the cake? 
I'd be surprised because I don't know what else we have. We still have. Now, I'm not sure if this is how it works, but it's this coming year. We still have. The wall dang. <laughs> no, he oh. retired. <laughs> Damn it. We still have Brooklyn's 2019-2020 first round pick yeah. that we just traded for. Right, but. And we still have our 2019-2020 first round pick. Yeah, I think that, I mean, that's obviously the one they're going to want. The, but see, here's the what, Nets pick is lottery protected. But that's the thing. Lottery is like, what, the first 14, first 15? 14. First 14. So then if Brooklyn slides into the playoff, they're instantly bottom 15. Right. So Then it's our pick. But then, I mean, 15th or worse, that's not really valuable. They're going to no, want our pick is what they want. Yeah, no, exactly. So if I was... I keep forgetting his name. The Wolves president of basketball operations. Dude, crafting a future for us Wolves fans. I would call up Phoenix Suns and go, look, Josh Okogie, Jared Culver, Brooklyn's pick, our pick, Devin Booker, and any contract you need to get rid of. Because let's be honest, Phoenix is getting a lottery pick. Yeah. They get our lottery pick. Then they get a bottom first round pick. Plus, Josh Okogie, who I don't have his stats pulled up in front of me, but he's a decent offensive player. Pretty good defensive player. Jared Culver, who can... He's got potential. He's got potential. Phoenix isn't going anywhere anytime soon with Devin Booker. No, probably not. And I think they got to realize that. Because everyone's saying it's only a matter of time before he demands a trade. Right. And I think the reason that they extended him and why he wanted to do it is that he has players value. Wanna, yeah. So players want to, or teams want to trade for him so that they can. And keep let me him tell you, there's not a lot of teams in the league who could throw a package together that's worth Devin Booker. I can maybe think of three. Us, from what I just said. Josh Kogi, Jared Culver, two picks, and whatever contract Suns need to get rid of. Golden State, because they're they got a worse record than us right now. And the LA Lakers. LA Lakers didn't do anything with Kuzma this offseason. So he's still available. They still got draft picks. They they're willing to trade anybody who's not named Anthony Davis or LeBron James. But if I'm the Phoenix Suns. And I go, all right, that just happened. D'Angelo Russell's now with the Wolves. It's probably a matter of time before Devin Booker demands a trade. I'd call up the Wolves and just be like, yo, draft night. What would you give us for him? Just hear him out. It's a waiting game at this point. Yeah, I think you pretty much got to give them anything they want other than... D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, exactly. And just fucking do it. I don't see why you wouldn't. Yeah. What what are you going to ruin your chances at a title or something by doing it? I'm not going to make the playoffs without them. I watched two videos after the the D'Angelo Russell trade when I got home today. Both of them said they didn't talk about anything about the current Wolves. Don't blame them. (laughs) But they said... If they can get this 
Booker trade did go down, the West might have a new contender for a championship. Mm. Big words. We got to pump the brakes on that. I think you're right. There are also three players that are very young and very bad on defense. They don't play defense. So we would need to. So obviously it'd be. Let's just say that the trade goes through. We get Devin Booker in the offseason. After the months of celebrating, because we yeah, actually have we, three we good players on the team. We literally throw a parade, probably. We would literally throw a parade. We would need to surround those two, those three, because obviously it would be D'Lo at the one, Booker at the two or three, Towns at the five. Yeah. We would need to surround those two with defenders. Literally get a bunch of defenders. Bring in Dwight Howard, for fuck's players. sake. Yeah, just a bunch of defending role players. Yeah, I think. And I think that's what they got in mind because if if you look, and from what I said, Vanderbilt not doing anything on offense, and all the stats I showed you were offensive, basically minded stats except for the rebounds. And again, he's only played nine games. He's probably a a rim protector slash defender. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I really know off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, but. I mean, Cat's got the ability to. I just think. I just think he's kind of done. Right. I think he's up until maybe today. He lost all motivation and was like, "Fuck this." I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah, like we're gonna go out there. We're gonna try to win on offense. Right. But you know what? Defense is a different game. But now I'm excited to see the turnaround. Just to see what happens with those two in this this season. I mean, we don't have a lot of games left. Trade deadline, All Star weekend, kind of symbolizes the halfway point. Yeah. I don't have the schedule pulled up. I don't have anything else pulled up. But I think this little make makeshake ragtag team being helmed by D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns is good enough to win the 11th seed. Nothing higher, nothing lower. If they don't get that 11th seed, I'm not going to be disappointed. Cause we do, you, do you even want it, though? Again, back to my point of just tanking first of all i don't think with the, with the team we have now especially since it's all new uh none of them have been teammates essentially it's brand new to everybody i don't think this trade any of these trades make us any better necessarily than doesn't we, make us than, worse than we were before right i mean tech if you look at the stats <laughs> but I again just read, that'd it almost be fine like i'd be okay with that just to secure our chances more at getting a a top pick Here's what I'm seeing right we're now. We're obviously not doing anything with this season, anyways. It's literally over. We're not going anywhere. No. I I really don't want to be the team that ends up getting the tenth spot, <laughs> which we seem to always do. We're not. We're never always the worst team, because the Suns <laughs> have always been in our conference or whatever. Now it's the Warriors. We're never the For worst a season. <laughs> we're never the worst team, but we're always bad. And we're never good enough to make the playoffs, so we're like the tenth, eleventh, twelfth spot. We don't get a high enough pick to get an impact player right away, aka Jarrett fucking Culver, and we just get screwed. I think we just. I don't. I don't even know who the top prospect is in this draft. Leangelo Ball, not Leangelo Mello. I heard uh, some other. I, I've actually Wiseman is a name. Oh, from Memphis. I think so. Memphis. Is he from Memphis? Yeah, he had like a. He, like, put a restraining order on the NCAA. Okay, he's that guy then. I heard about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I couldn't even tell you what position he plays, but apparently he's – I've heard he's the number one pick right now. I've also heard LaMelo, but I don't know how true that is. Either way, 
I take it's not a good draft uh, yeah I don't think yeah it doesn't really sound like it is like no one's hyping anybody up really I haven't seen any fucking but let's be honest highlights of this kid a lot of the hype comes in the comes in the big tournament in March yeah maybe but I mean Zion was talked about since like junior year of high school like, yeah well when that. you're a, i remember that years ago seeing that and i was like holy fuck look at this when you six, can do six. a 360 between the legs dunk from a standing position you deserve to be talked about right i get that but i mean that's kind of what i'm saying is like yeah and to your I point mean, to your point it looks like a weaker draft it just kind of lamello's like been getting talked about for since yeah. he was a freshman yeah yeah that's fair but there's also hype around that because his family's kind of a big brand thing Jesus Christ. <sighs> Just farted. Yeah, you want to go change. Nah. No, I mean, I, I, to your point with LaMelo, yeah, the names have been kind of hyping him up, but I've been kind of paying attention to what he's doing overseas. I have a little bit, too. He's been balling. It's interesting. Yeah, and he's he looks – I think he's going to be better than Lonzo. Oh. And I think Lonzo is going to be a solid player. I Lonzo's think he's, a he's, so- he's having a good season, too. Yeah, I, I mean, he's Lonzo's never going to be the superstar no. LaVar made him be, but he's going to be a decent player. Yeah, I think he's good, too. He's good LaMelo? defensively. Yeah. Lamelo in the right system with the right teammates could be a star. I also fear, like, imagine us getting the first pick and then we end up taking him, just because of that whole family and how they are. I would, I could totally imagine him like denying to play for. Rose. Yes, yeah. I just can't see him like, oh yeah, I want to play for Minnesota. Maybe the only thing that would draw him here is the talent we may or may not have at that point. But why else? What Here's do you the come only here? <laughs> I just don't if, see. It. Okay, we land that number one pick. The only way I see we take him though, because he's a point guard, and we just locked up. Yeah, our point that guard. changes everything too. Yeah. Like, so the only reason why I think we would take him is if Phoenix goes, we'll trade you Devin Booker, but obviously we're we're, we're not going to be able to do it until after the draft, so nothing's going to be finalized. So you draft Lamelo Ball for us. Trade. Oh God, yeah. And we'll trade him. It's all coming together. God. Yeah, now we just got to tank. I mean, let's be honest. Golden State or Atlanta's winning the first overall pick. But again, they don't need point guards. So, Orlando? Huh? Did you say Orlando? Atlanta. Okay, I thought you said Orlando. I was like, they're actually not doing bad. But, uh, Atlanta's not doing Atlanta, bad. Atlanta, yeah, are they 15th in the East right now? Something like that. It's either them or the Cavs. Uh, that, they've got a trade, <laughs> too. We should talk about other trades, too. Oh, we'll, we'll t- I haven't done much deep, like, uh-huh. I haven't either. I've just heard a couple things. Yeah. There's the Marcus Morris and the Andre Drummond thing. Andre Drummond got traded to Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. <laughs> that poor guy. I know. I feel, I feel so bad I for know. him. I know. He's done nothing but good for Detroit. He's been loyal. And they – I'm, I'm going to say this is a backstab. <laughs> yeah, a It's little almost bit. worse than Kevin Durant going but to Golden you know, State. <laughs> what they're doing is he was on – he had an expiring contract, and I think but, the, the speculation was that he was going to get the fuck out of there because he was kind of tired of it. He came out and said he wants to stay in Detroit. Did he? Yes. Yeah, but again, I think there's – I don't know. No, I, I think he was serious because he's an old-school big man, and nobody else in the league was going to give him what he earned – Except for Detroit. So I think he seriously wanted to stay in Detroit. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he wanted to But go if you think else. about it, he got But he tra- didn't want to go to Cleveland. He <laughs> got ridiculous. traded for nothing. Yeah, I know. They robbed them. Oh, my oh, God. Poor guy. But again, they're basically renting him for the rest of the year because once that contract's up, yeah, he's dude. out of there. He and, and Kevin he Love, though. Now. He and Kevin Love. Eh. Front court tandem. 
Kevin Love gives the spacing, and Drummond controls the paint to kind of cover up uh, Love's defensive. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that organization is just a dumpster fire right now. Dumpster fire, yes, but if they can find a way to keep those two together and get a decent point guard, they might be Finesse the first pick and get LaMelo, and then... Those three. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I still might, don't see that happening. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. Wouldn't that be such a weird team? LaMelo, Kevin Love, and Andre Drummond on the fucking would, Cavaliers. Would not Who make would any sense. Watt, like, no, LaVar so would murder somebody. That sounds so bizarre. I couldn't imagine that. Couldn't imagine it, but I could see that team finessing like the eighth seed. You do or don't? I could. Oh, like with LaMelo? Yeah. Or just in, in, decent, the, in the East. Rajon Rondo even. <laughs> 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 Maybe. I don't even know. If they just finally let JR play a game of basketball, yeah. I mean, because he's a decent shooter. Of all of all the teams, Cleveland's probably the one I know least about, honestly. Oh, God, I know yeah. Colin Sexton and Kevin Love and now Andre Drummond, but God. he doesn't count. So, like, Do they still have Tristan Thompson? Yeah. Dude, they got a, actually a pretty decent core of big men. Yeah. Don't know what they're going to do with any of them. Thompson used to be like a hot commodity back in the day. Back I in their feel like he still is, days. but he's stuck in Cleveland. He was a, like a, a machine on the offensive boards. He keeps ha- cheating on Kardashians, and they just keep telling the NBA yeah, not to do anything with I think with it was him. the Kardashian curse probably fucked him over a little bit. Fucked him over hardcore. Yeah. Uh, the other trade I saw, the big one, Miami. Finesse and Iguodala from Miami Memphis. Miami made moves, dude. Oh, my God. Their team looks – they've got depth now. Like, I don't know what lot. else they they did. I know they They traded. got Jay Crowder. Um, oh, yeah, because that was part of the Memphis deal. Yeah. They got I Jay did. Crowder, Andre Iguodala, and they moved Justice Winslow. They almost – or James they, they Johnson. Were try, they tried to get Danilo Gallinari, too. Yeah. That yeah. didn't go through. Didn't but go then through. I don't think he's that great, but he's a, he would be a solid role player on that team if nothing else. Danilo Gallinari's but, not bad. Yeah, he's not bad. He's got a kind of ridiculous contract, too, I think, though. He's making – too much but yeah i mean just with the moves what the heat were doing what seat are they right now third second maybe second behind i could see him locking up that second seed because no one's gonna dethrone the bucks they might be a threat i don't know i could right i i did pick the bucks to win the east but you never know i mean you never know in the east i I could see it happening where the heat beat them i don't know that would be kind of cool but they are pretty they got some young players so maybe just the that's why i think the bucks would win out anyways it's just experience that's fair um that's a safe bet again i'm not i don't know a whole i spent a lot of most of my time prepping for this on the wolves yeah yeah they traded uh dion waiters justice winslow uh james johnson obviously Solomon Hill, Jay Crowder, Andre Iguodala, they got. Yeah, and then James Johnson in turn got shipped to us for Gorgie Dang. Mm-hmm. Clint Capella to the Hawks. What was a part of that four-team right. deal? Yeah. I like that. that. I, I, I like I like Trey Young, too. and I, I'm kinda, I just root for the underdog all the time, basically. So I yeah. like Atlanta. I mean, Wait, and yet I, you're not going to root for the Wolves, who are a permanent underdog? Yeah. That's because they're so disappointing and they're from my state. That's you know a whole bias thing, but I'm excited for them now. Oh god, dude, I'm yeah, thrilled. It's hard not to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I don't know. But yeah, okay. no. Going back to the Clint Capella trade. No, that's that's good. I think. I think he kind of 
I don't want to say wore out his welcome in Houston, but Houston decided to go in a different direction with the dynamic backcourt. Yeah, did you see why they traded him, essentially? It's like two years ago or a year ago, they were like top 10 in uh, pick-and-roll situations with him, and now they're dead last in the league with him. They just well, don't do pick-and-rolls with him anymore. Well, no, yeah, but just because of look who's handling the ball, James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Right. Yeah, yeah but that's just my point is, yeah. you know, they're just not using it. And him, plus he was clogging the stupid, lane. James Harden drives with his left, so Clint Capella would always stay to the right. Now Russell Westbrook comes in, drives with his right, Clint Capella's in his way. Mm. Who are you going to try to satisfy more, Clint Capella or Russell Westbrook? Clint Capella, if you're looking for efficiency, <laughs> probably. But if you're looking, but for I get it. I yeah. Mean, so Russell Westbrook probably is like, "Yo, get this dude out of here." Plus, Houston's trying to run with this small ball lineup with PJ Tucker at the five, and now with Robert Covington probably at the four. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to run a small ball or death lineup all year round. Which come playoffs, they're going to run into some big boys. Yeah, that's a D'Antoni thing. He just runs yeah, his but they still got Tyson Chandler on the on the roster who's averaging like five minutes a game but no and then for atlanta i think that's really good because atlanta now with trey young and clint capella running the pick and roll yeah we're gonna yeah that'd be really in, nice i think we're gonna see an increase they, in, they got john collins back from injury john recently. collins they still got cam reddish who hasn't done anything this year but you know he could turn it around deandre hunter deandre hunter I think yeah um and I think they might have cleared up some cap space too, but that could, I yeah, I can't imagine they had much spent anyways. Yeah, because they. I mean, really I don't know how nobody. much Clint Capella was making. It probably was quite a bit, but not a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure actually. I don't know how old he is. So. He's only like twenty something. <laughs> is he okay? So yeah, maybe he's still he's fairly young. Still on his rookie deal, then maybe. No, he just signed he an, extension an extension last year, okay. two years I'm ago. I'm guessing it's not a max, but it's a. He's yeah. probably making eighteen million or something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. So he's still making quite a bit. Um but yeah, now they got a good young core with yeah. Clint Capella and Trey Young and John Collins. So Atlanta could be on the potential rise here as some of these teams get older. Um Yeah, I think they'll be I fear that they'll just be the sons of the East with, you know, Trey Young will be the the Devin, De- the Devin Booker and they'll just go nowhere. I don't think they will though. The Hawks have always been run better they're a bit of better that's better. yeah that's probably true and uh i mean coaching seems a little bit more solid right and Devin the, booker in the was east in, too yeah. you know they could sneak in maybe but. yeah Devin booker was in has been in the league for like what five years five years. years he's had like six different head coaches at this point has he really yeah. i don't pay attention to coaching as much as i should probably but. so um yeah other than those uh i don't i just know the marcus morris trade i don't know that one all too. that well I know it was like it was the Clippers, Wizards, and Knicks, right? Fuck, let me pull it up. Marcus Morris got sent to. Yeah, I just know it was between like the Lakers and Clippers. They were both trying to get him. Yeah. And, uh, Clippers won out yet again. Bastards. Yeah. Yeah, their def like on paper again, their team looks insane on defense. It's almost unfair. Yet they don't live up to the hype. <laughs> they made uh, a move. A part of this trade that I know of that I thought they should have not done. Part of the trade, Isaiah Thomas got shipped to the Clippers, right? Yep. And they the Clippers waived him. Really? That's what I saw. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Here's my thinking. Okay. Defensive liability, sure. Kind of a shell of him for his former self, sure. Mm-hmm. 
You could still get your buckets, though. And when you got Kawhi and Paul George playing Skipper Rooney with each other all the time, all right, Kawhi, you go play this game. I'll sit out this game. Then I'll play the next game. You sit out. The- Isaiah Thomas could have given you some consistent scoring, I think. Yeah. I mean, you got Lou Williams, but still, Isaiah, it's Isaiah Thomas is basically a younger Lou Williams. He's kind of turned into like the Jeremy Lin where he's just been neglected. <laughs> like he's had I feel a, he bad. He had a good couple of years, and now he's just been – back's been turned on him and i feel so bad for him yeah i really I, hope he gets picked up by a team yeah if this waving thing is true yeah i really wish the whole you know he never got traded to cleveland, cleveland I just, for like, Kyrie. his hip that, just, that ruined well his he got that hip injury too so that was a big factor yeah. um my phone's been going off this whole time so i'm gonna check that real quick to make sure we're not missing anything big <laughs> but i mean it's just ridiculous at what's going on yeah another part of that trade jerome robinson joins the wizards don't think that's really big but the knicks receive mo harkless and a 2020 first round draft pick apparently too that was a three-way trade from the clippers knicks and wizards but yeah so 33 minutes ago bleacher report posted i'm not going to read this in depth but warriors gave up on D-Lo. Oh, really? What the hell? Getting rid of D'Angelo Russell was part of the reason Warriors made deadline trade with Wolves. Not going to read much into that, but I just don't think that's accurate. I'm not worried about it, even if it is true, to be honest. We have <laughs> so many problems anyways. What can get worse? Well, that and, I mean, now he's... I think in a system that's going to be kind of tailored for the two of them, he's got his friend here. He's got a young coach in Ryan Saunders who, no offense to Steve Kerr, hasn't had championships fed to him. Yeah. Like, I just hope the Wolves don't give up on Ryan Saunders early. I kind of hope they they let them grow together. I don't know. Some of these losses I've seen, I... I don't know. I say you can give him another chance again now that we give just, him two years that we just renewed the roster up until like if you had asked me two days ago if we should fire him on the spot, I would have been like, yeah, honestly, no, just fucking candidates. And I said weeks before uh, we were probably talking about this on an earlier episode. Like I, I had said before, keep him for the rest of the year for sure. Yeah. And then see what happens or, you know, see how the season goes and go no. from there. I just, and I think now I say again, probably just do that. But I don't think he's the long-term solution. I, I think, think he can be. I think he can be. I think the reason, I mean, we all know that Cat likes him, and that's basically why he's fucking hired. That and his dad was a coach with the Wolves years ago, and he was a legend. His dad was Flip. Yeah, coaching legend. Yeah, mind you. And Ryan Saunders is not, and he's not lived up to his. He's not just because he probably. look at what he's been given. I know. He's been given a steaming pile of shit. Right, but he's also the one that's supposed to motivate Towns and get the best out of him. And Towns has been whining and waiting for things to change just naturally. And things just changed? No, 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 not that. I'm talking about (laughs) Towns is on like a personal 16 or 17 game lose streak. And Towns is complaining about it. He wants things to get better. Well, then make them better. Don't complain about them and wait for them to get better. You are the face of the franchise. You are supposed to do it yourself. And okay, Be a man and fucking do it. But look Everyone's at what he's got going on in the league, too. Every time LeBron went on a losing streak, he's kind of saying things to the media, complaining. Anthony Davis, losing streak in 
New Orleans. How Le- many times did they make the playoffs before he demanded a LeBron trade? LeBron doesn't go on a 16-game personal losing streak. Let's okay. Not, let's not compare LeBron I'm, James I'm not comparing. Uh, I, I did compare LeBron and Towns. <laughs> yeah, to I, I get what you're doing. But. Obviously, different circumstances. Right. So I think to say, all right, let him play out the rest of the year and then let's get a new head coach in, I think it's a little, little idiotic because now Ryan Saunders has a chance to basically get a new roster. He can go to his uh, president of basketball operations and be like, get me these people or these are the people I'm interested in. See what you can do. And now he can build this team up how he wants it. Instead of being inherited a team halfway through a losing season, having to deal with the Jimmy Butler drama, and having to deal with terrible contracts that he had nothing to do with. So I think he's finally getting the chance to... He's got two good core pieces now in D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns to build around, and now he can build a system around this team. What He signed a four-year deal? Did he? Uh, probably. I don't know. Let him play out this four-year deal. If by year two and a half, three, things haven't changed, then fire him. I just think he's worried too much about getting the player. He's like he's a player's coach, so he's just it just seems like he's friends with everyone, and he's not actually – he doesn't seem like he's a hard ass at all, and that's kind of been the thought around him is that he's just – Soft? Yeah. He doesn't push his guys – you could see that in Wiggins because Wiggins doesn't give a fuck what happens. Okay, on the but court. Tom Thibodeau couldn't get a change out of him. Flip Saunders couldn't get a change out of him. The coach we had before Flip <laughs> Jimmy Saunders. Jimmy Butler couldn't get a change out of Jimmy him. Jimmy Butler couldn't get a change out. So what are you going to expect from a fuck thirty-five-year-old dude who's never coached an NBA team before? I like the. I mean, we did make the playoffs once with Thibodeau. I think he's a better coach than Ryan Saunders. I don't think that's a he's question. He's more experienced. I, and let's be I, honest, I think, we didn't better, make the playoffs because coach. of Thibodeau. No, we made it because of Jimmy Butler. Exactly. Thibodeau was That's on a, also my point, though. Jimmy Butler and Thibodeau are basically, they got the same mindset. You know what I mean? But They're both dogs. We, then how come, if they're the same mindset, how come then when we traded Jimmy Butler, Thibodeau couldn't turn this team around? Because he's not actually on the court doing the work. But he's coaching. He's setting that mindset. He's motivating, as you say. Yeah. But clearly he no, didn't. No, but my no, point no, is that no. the players aren't responding to it the right way because they're all soft. Cancel, no, kind no. of a pussy, honestly. He was now, but you got to understand. When you're frustrated and you want change and you, you're getting told you're the star player and you think you kind of get these special amenities and then Tom Thibodeau goes, no, fuck you. What, how are you going to act? You're going to throw a tantrum. Because that is the new era of the NBA. Players don't get what they want. They're going to throw a tantrum. Now, you got a guy like Ron Sanders comes and goes, hey, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. I get you your friend. You get me get me a couple more wins. Give and take. Instead of this is what you're going to do and this is how you're going to do it, I think coaches now need to realize players are going to go, we're going we're gonna to get you help, but you got to get us wins. And let's be honest, we have how many wins because of Towns? I mean, we've only got 15, <laughs> so 15 there's not because many. of Towns. Take Towns away, 10. Maybe. We're with Golden Maybe. State. Maybe. And that's only because, I mean, Towns is playing at like an MVP, MVP caliber level first 15, 20 games of the year, too. That's when we got And then he got hurt. Wins. Yeah. Don't forget, we were up there still. Early season when Wiggins was playing lights out, Wolves were up there. 
Yeah. And Cal- Cat got injured, which has been the history of the Wolves. Right, but now he's back, and we're and we're still there's he's been still... winnable games. We played the Hawks last, and you know we talked about it. We but basically we ha- lost by twenty to the Hawks, and that because never we ha- didn't have a team. Now that we that's have- fair, that's fair. Last night's a different story, but the Kings twice in a row. The way we lost to the way we lost the first game against the Kings. The way we have- that was Ryan Saunders' the- fault. Yes, he that took, was Ryan. I will admit that, early. and that's Bad that's coaching. a mistake a young coach yeah. needs to make. Yeah. Put him in the same situation again. I guarantee you he does not make that mistake again. No, probably not. The second game we played to the Kings, where we got down by 20, came back, lost by like seven. It's not Ryan's fault. He put players in. He gave. We just didn't make shots. So, I just think the whole, we should get rid of him this year now that we got a fresh new pair of duos. Got to give him some time. To get yeah, I like the idea of keeping a coach, even if it doesn't work out for the first couple of years, because there's got to be some stability, you know, exactly. which is something the Wolves have lacked forever, basically. And that, Ryan Saunders has been the stability. Flip Saunders tragically passes away, so we get Sam Mitchell to come in. Ryan Saunders then steps into that assistant role. Sam Mitchell doesn't get the extension to the full-time job. Tom Thibodeau comes in. Ryan Saunders is still that assistant coach. So through the Thibodeau and Jimmy Butler hissy fits they were throwing, Ryan Saunders was still there being stable, kind of getting the best out of his players, going like, hey, guys, let's ignore that. Let's focus on basketball. Now, did they focus on basketball? We all know Cat was playing PUBG or whatever the fuck it was, and Wiggins <laughs> was off having a baby. But He had a kid? He had a kid. I follow him on Snapchat, I or know, I did. I didn't know he, he had, had a kid. He had a kid. He has a kid and two, two pit bulls. Oh. That's a side story, though. <laughs> Different it's, podcast. Different podcast. <laughs> We're going to have a third one where we just talk about celebrity <laughs> Yes, <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> but And then Tom Thibodeau gets fired after a win. I watched the game. They beat the Lakers. Then they fire him. Ryan Saunders steps in to try to cool the whole Jimmy Butler thing. And now he had his team last year, first full season. They had some impressive wins last year. And now this year, shit hits the fan. Towns get injured. Wiggins stops playing like he's supposed to. Now what are you going to do? I think this is going to be a stretch, but stay with me here. The Knicks and the Wolves are very close to being the same franchise. The Knicks are dysfunctional. That's not a stretch. I've yeah, I believe that 100. The Knicks are dysfunctional. They have a bad owner. They are inconsistent. And I think the moment the Wolves develop some consistency is the moment they stop being like the yeah. Knicks. Yeah, we are the Knicks of the West right now. Hopefully. Yeah, I don't know. Suns are in the West. Today. Yeah, but they've been relevant in the last ten years, have they? I don't, that not? might be a stretch. 2010. I was going to say, I guess uh, Steve Nash, when did he win MVP? 05-06 or 04-05? Like yeah, so that he, was around the time. Well, when did we lose KG? I don't know. KG, we lost him around 04. We traded him in 04. Okay, so uh, 04-05. The times overlapped. but So they were good. They were good around Have the Have they won time. a championship? I don't even know. No. Yeah. They, they made it to the finals with Charles Barkley. And then they never made it with Steve Nash. Yeah, I don't know. They they're they're a historic franchise a little bit, and they've had some Hall of Fame players on their team. We that's something we've lacked since we're a young franchise still. So it's not Kevin us Garnett, to blame. Chauncey Billups. 
again, this all goes back to Sam Cassell. The main problem with our franchise is ownership. Glenn Taylor is a bad owner, and well, he's done a bad team or a bad job putting a team together. I mean, essentially, putting personnel together. Probably, it's his fault. Probably, it's not so much Ryan Saunders' fault. I don't like blaming anyone in this organization. I think you have to. I think and I was honestly. Apart, well, I'm happy this trade went down, obviously, but if it didn't, I wanted the season to go literally as bad as it could go because the worse it gets, I just think the better a chance there is for major, major change. So I was hoping, like, let's say we win 20 or less games by the end of the year. Something big has to happen where we fire a bunch of staff or something like that along those lines, you know. I'm kind of um, glad you brought up Glenn Taylor. Because that's just got to happen, but. So I don't know if this is true. So if it's not, again, don't blame me. Just taking it from a source. I guess Glenn Taylor's got a lawsuit on his hands because he's on this board of medical committees or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, like promoting his own businesses or whatever to try to make a profit. And I guess that's like against the rules or whatever. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But then I also heard a rumor he's not doing so hot in terms of health. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. So, the fact that you said some changes need to be made, right. But I don't know if the Taylor family would sell the wolves in that aspect. Yeah, we'd have to see. But I think I assume he's got kids, so he's probably just going to fucking pass it on to them or but something. But see, here's like the that. thing, though. Like, Glenn Taylor had the, has the team, you know, back when Kevin Garnett was good enough to maybe anchor us to the playoffs. I think you get a younger owner in there, maybe someone who's a little ambitious. Goes, yeah, make some changes. Make some changes. Yeah. Hey, whatever it takes. Let's start winning some games here in Yeah, Minnesota. exactly. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be a change without with like, like you know, outside of the family. It could if it's his it son just, it or whoever the changed. hell it is. Yeah, I just think it's got to be someone else. I just don't think he's he's not up until today. He hasn't taken any chances really other than the Although Jimmy la- Butler thing, but that Yeah, last year he finally said I'll start taking the calls in terms of trades. Really? Yeah. When, I didn't I didn't year, understand the Jimmy Butler thing. What do you think held up this whole D'Angelo Russell trade thing? Like, what what do you think made it stall? Were they not? Do you think they weren't willing to trade Wiggins? That's what I think. No, I don't think it was thing. that at all. I, I think that's what it was. I think it was picks. To be honest, I don't think the because I think Warriors were like, hey, give us your first round pick. So you think the Warriors caved then and were like, okay, we'll take next year's pick, lottery protected or uh, top three protected or whatever? Because I'm assuming what they would have wanted was this year's pick. Obviously, I'm assuming yeah. that's what they asked for right yeah. away. And that's probably smart. why they didn't take it. I figured. Because Wolves probably said no. Right. Which, at the time, if that was the case, I would be like, what the frick are you doing? Right. But now that we kind of figured out, hey, let's swing for the fences on Booker. Because if we don't get Booker, we could probably still turn that pick into a decent player. Yeah. Yeah. But. Hopefully. Yeah. I just think. That's the smart basketball move. What? Swapping that pick for a decent player. I would think so too. Yeah, because be you already know Booker's a good player. We, we but. don't. We don't. We don't make smart moves here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's been the way this franchise has been. But who knows? Maybe this is the turnaround. Maybe, yeah, maybe we've turned a new leaf, and maybe it's different now. But someone get me a piece of wood. I got to knock twice. <laughs> but Just knock on the wall or something. If you uh, if you ask me, I think what held up was the pick. I think. Because there's a lot of rumors that the Warriors weren't going to move from D'Angelo Russell because they wanted to see how well he worked with Steph and, you know, kind of want to see what the future was like. So I think 
after those rumors came out, a lot of teams backed up, backed off. Mm-hmm. And then you had like the people like the Knicks, who what do the Knicks have to offer? Nothing. Nothing. Picks. Yeah. Picks. Picks. And they didn't have any decent players. And then you have us, the Wolves, who had, hey, you know what? Take Andrew Wiggins, two draft picks, and we'll take D'Angelo and Spellman. Yeah. I just think the reason it has I I feel like Glenn Taylor had some idea in his head that we would keep Wiggins, Towns, and then get D'Lo somehow. I, the first trade that which, was denied didn't have Wiggins involved. Yeah. So I figured he was offering like Rocco and a first-round pick it or was something like, like Rocco, that from like next picks, year. Gorgie and Gang, like, and one other player. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, <laughs> smart of the Warriors to hold out on that. Yeah. But I still don't think they got a whole lot from us. I don't think and, they did Especially either. in terms of picks. The picks they could have swung a bit better on they that, honestly. They probably could like, get the Brooklyn first-round pick. because I don't know how the whole trade thing because works. Because we the just got it. stipend rules. Yeah, I don't know how that works with picks. Me neither. Um, yeah, maybe not. And even then, it's not that enticing because, like we said, it's lottery protected. So yeah. it's like we don't fucking care about that. We want yeah, high they, picks. Yeah, that's what they they wanted a first round non protected. Yeah, and we weren't ready, willing to do that. Yeah, until next year's pick. I think in that my mind, in my dome, chrome dome. I think that shows a lot on the warrior or on the wolves aspect. Like, okay, we're not going to give you this year's unprotected first round pick because we're not going to do so hot, but next year we're going to give you our first round pick. Cause yeah. it's probably not going to be very good. I still can't believe we swung that. Honestly, that's kind of, that's crazy how we didn't have to give that up. Like we get to keep this year's pick. Yeah. And D'Angelo Russell, like what the hell is that? But yeah, we kind of, there is a God. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, but I hate to say it like the warriors, they're still, they ain't going anywhere. Next year, like they're just taking a year off. Next year, whatever I, they do, it's gonna be scary. Like the next few years, they get all their guys back. They get they they're gonna have picks this coming draft, and which like, they aren't gonna use. They're gonna trade. Yeah, yeah. Like who knows what they're gonna do? Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess the smart move would be trading. You know, get players now that could. I don't, I don't, know I don't think I don't know if they're thinking of the future. The trade block yeah, I don't know, but there's probably gonna be big stuff in the off season. You can count on that. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be huge in the offseason. Oh We're almost going to do probably daily videos yeah, <laughs> just geez. in terms of sports in general. Yeah. So, yeah, I hate to say it, but they're not. They're not gone. We thought we got rid of them. They're not gone. They're coming back stronger than ever next year probably. I don't know so. about stronger than ever. I think at their peak. It's going to be a challenge because the West is stronger, so it's not like a gimme like it was a year ago. Yeah. But you I, I never think know. if last year's team, if they all stayed healthy, all-stars from one to five, dude. Yeah, I don't think there's a question that they win it I think that's got to go down, though, as one of the greatest teams to never win it all. Probably. Like, I they think, got I think there, it has to. and then injuries fucked them. Yeah, I mean, that or the 73-9 and nine win team that Again, lost. Again, that got there, <laughs> yeah. lost. Yeah. yeah. So twice in, like, three years, they yeah. had the best team ever and didn't win. Oh, man. A lot yeah. of crazy shit went down in the trade deadline. Yeah. So now here comes, I call it off or a trade deadline park dose where a bunch of those waived players start getting signed. Isaiah Thomas to the Timberwolves. Hmm. Do we but, want that? No. I yeah. Don't I don't. I don't want it. Honestly. honestly, at this point, does it really matter? And that's saying something. Yeah. I mean, like we're bad, and I don't want him. <laughs> I could see him signing with like. A we do need point guards, though. <laughs> what do we? Is it just Dan? Well, I don't know who the 
fucks we are that we traded for, but uh, yeah. we got D'Lo McLaughlin is a two-way contract guy. But I don't that, know, but we never sign anybody anyways. I think the last big free agent sign or waived player we signed was Derek Rose. What she was in some trade rumors and he didn't get moved. I know. Good for Pe- him. People were saying him. Dude to the finally Lakers. got some stability. Yeah, I kind of feel bad because they got rid of Drummond now, though. <laughs> so, or no, where's he at? He's not with. Uh, he, is he still with the Pistons? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know where they're even at in the standings. Probably not right high. Yeah. They just traded Drummond for basically a saltine bag. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do they have? Like twenty-two wins or something like that. But, it's uh, not good. To say the least, but yeah. I think we've we've beaten this horse enough. Yeah. Trade deadline went down. Teams made some dumb moves, but our team made the right move, so that's all that matters. Yeah. Did you so. see uh, the All Star teams? No. Picked. I don't think I necessarily <laughs> they did that draft or whatever tonight. Giannis once again doesn't know what the fuck he's doing as a GM. The teams are. Very unfair. Give me a quick rundown on the teams. Fuck, I gotta find it quick. Probably not good. It's like crazy hell. In terms of the starters for, so the, so the starting lineups are actually it's East versus West. Coincidentally, yeah, yeah, like they just drafted. I mean, that's how they drafted. Like, you know, it's supposed to be a mixed bag, but LeBron drafted all the West players and Giannis drafted all the East players, which is kind of funny. Um. Shit. God damn it. Okay, yeah. So it's LeBron drafted Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, James Harden. Solid team. Yeah, that's a really good team. And Giannis got Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, Kemba Walker, and Trey Young are his starters. So right off the bat, he's got two point guards that he's going to start. One of them's Trey Young. So, like, I hate that he's even in the all-star game to be honest with you or at least a starter he should yeah, not be a, he he should probably be a starter. earn the all-star game which is probably not yeah, the starter but is taco fall on any of the teams he's not Thank and ne- God. neither is uh alex caruso thank <laughs> the that lord was the thing. yeah they honestly just got to fucking get rid of the fan voting yeah it's so stupid it is like let the actual i don't want to call them experts because they're kind of stupid at times but we all know who the best players are. Like, just fucking get the best players in there. Yeah, I don't know. Will I watch it? Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Dunk contest, though. Oh, yeah, they're doing a different format this year, though, which is weird. But the whole each quarter is like a mini game thing at the end or something like that. Isn't it one team wearing two and one team wearing four? Yeah, uh, LeBron's team is wearing two for Gianna. Classy move. Classy move. So, but I think we could wrap it up there. Yeah, I think we've reached our time limit on this, so. That's been this week's episode of By the Balls. You can catch us every Sunday coming out with a hot take on sports presented to you by unprofessional fuckheads. (laughs) You can find us on Spotify and any other social media platforming. I don't have we made Apple Podcasts yet with this? Uh, I don't think we have. Probably not. We'll keep you updated. We still don't have any social media pages for this, yeah. but you know what? It's in the works. 
So until then, follow us on Spotify, but follow the the, the D bags here at Let's Crack a Beer on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And Twitter. Can't forget the Twitter. That's where you'll get a lot of by the balls updates. But uh, I'll get those other media pages out yeah. as soon as I get some free time. So, Seth, you got anything you want to add to the end of this? No, I don't think so. I got to take a shit. That's well, hurry it. Because <laughs> I have to pee. All right. So, until next Sunday, fuckers. Peace out. <laughs> Later.